You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live with John Moseloff, Cardinals President of Baseball Operations. Mo, good morning from Jupiter, Florida. And first of all, let me say thank you. Uh, for these accommodations, the, we for people that don't realize, you are uh, definitely the one uh, one of those who has to approve this and set this up for us. And we have a great studio right across the street from the ballpark. Looking at it right now, really appreciate it. Yeah, it has worked out kind of nice, right? I mean, obviously, this space at Roger Dean is to a point where uh, we're uh, sort of uh, splitting the seams of the building, but. You know, to try to accommodate you guys, the the written media is just something that uh, getting that rental property across the street was really helpful. So glad they're doing it. No, it has been nice, and it's good for us here to have a studio and to be able to be able to do what we do. And our broadcasters are waiting for us in Port St. Lucie at the end of this show to do a ball game. And here we go. I mean, we made it. Uh, <laughs> there was a time there where I wasn't sure we were going to make it, but we did. One game in the books, Mo, and another one today against the Mets. Yeah, it's nice that we're into that game cycle now and allowing the players to get the work they need and to prepare for a season. It's certainly going to be a different camp. There's no doubt about it. Um, Obviously, from a calendar standpoint, um, things are going to be shortened, tightened, and and as as a staff, we have to have a good strategy on preparation to make sure by the time we get to our April 7th, that we are prepared and ready to go. And obviously I think the biggest stress points are going to be uh, on pitching and how we, um, you know, really sort of tackle April. But, um, you know, I can tell you that we're thinking thoroughly through that and uh, roster together that can protect us on those innings. Yeah, you definitely have had already a couple of things happen. We'll talk about that. Miles Michaelis is the starter today. Drew Verhagen is in the mix uh, for a starting spot in the rotation, and he is going to pitch today, among others. So really looking forward to hearing and seeing what he's all about. Uh, Jack Flaherty is here. Uh, he is on campus and uh, dealing with his right shoulder issue. What is the next step for him now? You told us uh, a couple of days ago some rest and two weeks of non-throw. Is that still the case? I believe that is the plan. And, you know, I think the biggest thing for us is, you know, we want to figure out a way – um, to get him back, but the most important thing is to be patient and try to do it right. And so, you know, I think uh, our medical staff is is you know putting a lot of thought into what this should look like and how we can uh, prepare to get it to where we're comfortable with it. And so, I think over the next uh, few days, we'll have that um, strategy out there. And you know, I think from Jack's standpoint, it's just getting into that routine and 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 really just following it and being disciplined and and you know fingers crossed it, it works out um clearly he's someone that uh we hope has a, a major contribution to this club as we look at 2022 
Yeah, it seems like, and he talked a little bit today outside the clubhouse, that for him it really comes down to mechanics here, that he just needs to get things back going mechanically, that it just wasn't smooth. And if he can do that, he feels that maybe, maybe once they get uh, some of this inflammation cleared out with that PRP injection, that he can move forward. Is that how you understand it? And as your medical team continues to gain knowledge, um, you know, how did we get to this point? It's, it's not... Uh, it's not the easiest thing to see any pitcher uh, go through something like this. Well, it's tough. I mean, obviously, we had over 100 days of, of you know, very, very little or no, well, actually no communication at all. So, you know, we are where we are. And now it's, you know, can our medical team, our performance team and our pitching coaches put together a plan that, that gets him to where he feels confident in what he's doing? As he points out, he feels it's, it's more of a mechanical issue. If that's the case, that's great news because that's you know something that we can work with. And so, again, our fingers are crossed that he can do that. Uh, the other one is Alex Reyes seems like, and not knowing the timeline for Jack, of course, it seems like Alex's could be just a tad longer um, or maybe a lot longer. I, it's just hard to know. But his is a little bit different, isn't it, Mo? A stem cell injection for him, and he is also dealing with a, a labrum issue, a, a frayed labrum on his part. Yeah, obviously, uh, um, you know, these types of injections are probably from a similar family. Uh, PRP tends to be to help with, with inflammation. A stem cell is trying to help um, sort of repair the tissue, if you will. So there is a distinction there. But, you know, in Alex's case, we just have to be patient. We certainly know that he'll be no throw for the first month, and then we'll sort of see where he's at and then uh, take those next steps. But you know, fingers are crossed, too, that he gets back on the mound this year and he can contribute. Good to see the smiling face of Giovanni Gallegos walking around the other day. It was great to see him back. And then back to your fifth starter competition. Uh, we've talked about this, and you have – it's wide open. I mean, there's a lot of candidates. So let's start with the guy who's throwing today, Drew Verhagen. Looks the part, doesn't he? Big, tall, strong right-hander. Cardinals have had a number of those through the – and you're going to want him to pound the zone and, and – and low in the zone to get those ground balls if he can do that he could could be one of these with the inside track for that job i think when you, when you look back to the success of our our team in the second half of the season last year the biggest difference for us was was our starters and our pitchers started throwing more strikes and when they did that we were able to take advantage of our defense we were able to shorten innings and we just became much more efficient so you know, a lot's been made out of our off-season strategy of what we were looking for or why we didn't sign someone or why we didn't do this. But we tried to identify people that we thought could could follow that model. In other words, pound the strike zone, get ground balls, keep the ball in the ballpark, and we think that'll be our, our secret to our success. So that's our hope. And when you look at somebody like a, a Verhagen or a Brooksy, even though those guys were doing it in a different league, those typically still translate if you're throwing strikes and getting ground balls to this league. And, you know, that's the bet we're making, and, and hopefully we get it right. Uh, Aaron Brooks had five strikeouts in his two innings, again, against a lower-level Houston lineup, granted, but strike-throwing, strike-throwing, and he definitely has that ability. We've heard you talk about Jake Woodford and how much you think of him. We've watched him for a long time, so we know the club thinks highly of him. I am very curious about Matthew Libertor because he came in in the trade with the Rays. You've watched him develop. 
the one word that I keep hearing from you and from Ollie Marmel is competitive, that you're starting to see that competitive nature of him that gets, I think, everybody excited. Just your feelings on Matthew Libertor and all of this. Well, I think they can always, the sort of simple way to always think through these things is like, if we were to actually ask the pitcher, in, in this case, Libby, like, where does he want to pitch this year? You know, last year he would have said, like, oh, maybe I'll make the big leagues. You know, this year he wants to pitch in the big leagues. And that's a little bit of a, a different mindset. And if you think back to his second half at AAA last year, he, he was very, very successful. And so ultimately he's going to build off of that, and he's going to put himself in a competitive mode. Now this camp's a little different than normal. It's shortly. Uh, we're going to have to make some decisions based on what we're seeing, based on what's done, and how they fit in. But, you know, ultimately he's a, he's a name that I think the, the, you know, the city of St. Louis is ultimately going to see pitch in the big leagues at some point this year. When, I don't know. Could be as soon as April or it could be sometime along the way. But um, he's certainly putting himself in a place where you and uh, you have Johan Oviedo could also be part of that mix. The free agent market, as you noticed, re- as you noted, uh, really had started to thin out, um, and so it looks like an internal option unless something changes. But that free agent market, uh, just for position players and pitchers, wow, uh, what a what a frenzy it was over the last uh, couple of days. We're starting to see more and more reports, John. Uh, what, just, uh, I guess, not. Uh, not surprising, right, coming out of the lockout that you were going to have a lot of players move, but some big dollars being moved as well. Right. I mean, like, look, these guys have to have jobs. I think that's always been the argument of trying to have, like, a, a window of free agency like other sports tend to do because then you have that excitement and, and kind of uh, craziness over a period of time. And so, you know, ultimately people got to experience it post-lockout. Um, I hope we don't have to experience that ever again in the sense of post-lockout, but I think uh, creating that sort of buzz was pretty fun to follow. What about Yadier Molina walking in here tomorrow? You talk about a buzz, uh, and, of course, the team was very sensitive to the fact that there was a, a personal reason for it. You gave him the privacy and the space that he needed, and now here he is. Uh, when he walks through that door on Monday, and we would expect it to be sometime before the team works out, that's a that's a game-changer for you, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's uh, – obviously, it's going to be a welcome face to see, and uh, – you know, looking forward to that. And uh, I think it's a special year for him, for Wayno. And, you know, obviously I think, you know, speaking for all Cardinal fans, that this is what we want to see. And, uh, we'll get that exposure. And, uh, you know, hopefully it's uh, not just uh, a final lap around the track, but it's also one that becomes historic and even more memorable. And then finally, for you personally, this spring training and this season being accelerated here, your job uh, never ends as you, and I would never assume that you're not looking outside the the market for something, but also you have arbitration to deal with. That is fast approaching. How do you uh, deal with all of that as we start to head into the season? Well, it'll be interesting, right? Because normally when you have filing date or exchange date, I should say, it tends to be like super busy and I suspect Tuesday will probably replicate that. Um, don't know if, uh, like we'll have a little bit more action earlier. Uh, I think like today we plan on making sure we touch base with all agents and sort of get a sense of like how the next uh, 48 hours will unfold. 
Well, I appreciate the time very much for you to join us live on a busy day as your team gets ready to head north. It is much appreciated. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for the information, and we will catch up with you real soon. All right, that sounds good. Thanks, Tommy. Always good to talk to John Mosellock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.